Hello, family. I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. Today is Polypub Wednesday. And as we know, I'm still on this rant series, so y'all bear with me as I get these things off my chest. So for my job today, I was in school, like in person, but the kids were virtual. And it's just really sad to see a lot of kids not getting instruction simply because they don't know how to use Zoom or they're parents don't have a hotspot or they have to share their laptop with multiple siblings like just watching the federal government say hey like schools need to open but we're not going to give y'all any provisions to make sure that you can constantly keep masks constantly um have strong wi-fi be able to do home visits you know what i mean like there was just no transitionary period there was no period where we taught kids how to use zoom there was no period where we even taught parents how to do that like there was no transition like and i i'm totally like anti-open schools because it's just a breeding ground and we've seen that you know kids go into the school and then they have to make a u-turn like two weeks later because they have 500 new cases and they're just letting these kids die like i just I'm totally anti-open schools, but it almost makes you want to be pro because it's just like, my nigga, like these kids, there's just like a vast majority of kids that are just not getting taught. Like I have 15 kids in my homeroom and five showed up and I'm doing call homes and like we don't have a hotspot or whatever the case may be, like it's bad. And so I just feel like we've, we've, we've identified ed educators as the lifeline of our society and schools as the lifeline of our society, like for childcare, for food, for education but we haven't supported teachers or students or schools like it's just not making sense to me additionally something that's been a hot topic in my little circle has been the non-voter and voter bashing debate or whatever and i feel like i would never advocate for someone not to vote but i mean i understand why people wouldn't want to participate in this particular political process and no like i'm not necessarily talking about local and state elections but if we were talking about that let's really talk about how state and local governments make it inaccessible to really participate and it's like if people are not working if people are not like yes you might find time after your 10-hour shift to go to a city council meeting but don't apply that to everyone else like maybe you um after hearing bullshit from your local government and having to work or doing all these things maybe you still feel inspired to do something that's great that's not everyone's experience and so i feel like since we do all have different experiences and we um we all already notice that there are a group of non-voters how can we make our policies better how can we push for better candidates how can we push for more progressive policy because what people aren't understanding is you know people want free school people want free health care people you know climate change is an issue weed is a thing abortion things like that it's like most of these uh high salient issues so issues that a lot of people care about or are involved with involved with the progressive candidates are providing what the people want so like bernie raised all that fucking money with doing like oh just donate five dollars and like everyone and they fucking mama donate five dollars he invigorated his base. He was angry. He was anti-establishment. He was like, well, I want to be a revolutionary. I want to shift the paradigm. I'm going to tax big business. I'm going to do all this, this and the third. And moderate Dems were like, mm, how cute. Mm, we're definitely not going to support you, even though we say that we support what you support. 
hmm, can you package that in a more PC, diet Republican, uh, easy to palate way? Like, literally, like, people within his own party were... And no, no, like he's, he's an independent, but you know, running as a dim, people in the DNC were just so anti-Bernie. They like castigated him. They labeled him as a kook. They did not support him. And then what do we get come nomination time? Joe Biden. Thanks guys. Thanks y'all. Like whenever it was just Joe and, Bi uh, Joe and Bernie, I fully expected people to rush towards Bernie and be like, well shit, this is our time. Because no, Bernie is not perfect he's an old white man you know what i'm saying for, for, for vermont but he was at least talking about paradigm shifts and revolution and doing something that the establishment was not willing to do and i feel like that's a start at least let's have the conversation i'm tired of revolutionaries being told wait 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 not just yet or being castigated or being told you've never passed any legislation you're too stupid but then you look around and it's like well where is their support you know, 30 years later, whenever their revolutionary theories or policies come to pass, then it's like, oh my God, we love them. What a revolutionary. Yes, what? Bitch, you can't be pro-establishment and pro-revolution. You can't be pro-Obama, Kamala, Joe, those type of establishment and, and, and pro-revolution. Like, establishment is never going to give you revolution. Like, they are a part of this establishment. They are a part of this system that props up white supremacy, it just works in a different way for them. And so I want us to get on one page to say, if we really support the revolution, if we're really anti-racist, if we're really pro-black, if we really want all these universal things, if we really wanna save the planet, how come we don't support revolutionaries until they're dead? And we look back and we're like, oh yeah, we should have gotten them in office. But whenever we had the chance to, the DNC literally was just like, no, fuck you, Bernie. CNN was like, I'm literally not gonna report on you. So I just feel like it's very difficult for me to understand bashing voters instead of bashing your party or saying, give us better options, y'all. You know, you are literally shitting on someone for saying, I don't want to choose between the lesser of two evils. I don't care because whether it's Trump or whether it's Joe, my nigga, one is, one is absurd, one is fascist. The other is just moderately racist and moderately segregationist and moderately pro-cop. What's the fucking difference, y'all? Both of them are breeding grounds. There was a, a history of Joes that led up to Trump. And of course, Nixons and Reagans and, you know, just and Bill Clintons, people who were maintaining the status quo, being wildly pro-cop, anti-black, anti-revolution that led up to Trump. So do y'all think that we can have a neutral person or an establishment person come after Trump and and, and lead us to, to freedom? Bitch, no. Bitch, get out of here. But education's been on my mind heavy. The voting situation has been on my mind heavy. I'm still going to tell y'all, register to vote. If you don't vote, at least know why. And... I see you. I hear you. Like, I understand. Again, I don't know. I always have to say this whenever I say that I have a lick of empathy for non-voters. I'm not advocating for anyone not to vote. I'm telling you to register um, before October 5th if you're in Texas. And um, I mean, it's an important election, but, you know, people have to understand, like, the way people threw themselves behind Bernie is the same way people throw themselves behind Trump. And Joe just doesn't have that support. He doesn't have that passion and he just, he's just, 
he's not it y'all like i just i hate y'all for fucking supporting him anyway that's my thoughts for the day i'm i'm, I'm done with this this is just a lot <laughs> like i hope y'all have a great day but please stay safe stay happy stay healthy i always want y'all to stay in the family let me know what you thought about this episode in the comments below at look at the material podcast y'all have a great day i love y'all bye